we have a very big influence from you in our church and our ministry in Bulgaria. How? C'est des chansons de louange uh, de First is, it started with the book Good Morning Holy Spirit. The Lord touched me very much. I know everybody, every minister on this earth needs a spiritual father. And you are my spiritual father without knowing me personally, but through medias and especially to watch your program, half an hour program, this is your day. Especially for you and your program, Pastor Benny. You don't know what influence your ministry has on my life. When I, when I read the book, Good Morning Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came in the room. He came in the room and changed my life. You don't know about it. Jesus knows. I love you, Pastor Benny. your glorious awesome day for a miracle and Jesus is so wonderful we serve such a precious Lord who loves us think about the fact he has counted the hairs on your head isn't it amazing I mean I haven't done that with my kids but the Lord loves us so much that he cares that much for us and a great program today because I have with me a wonderful man of God Pastor Chris Lindbergh from Dallas Texas and he has a blessed word. And then tomorrow we're gonna to do another program that's gonna be so special on what's happening in America with our youth. Mm -hmm. Many of them are really committing suicide, I hear, because of these, of social media. And, but there's an answer to that. Amen. Thank God, and thank God for you, by the way. Pastor Chris has a great church in Dallas, and would you believe it or not that this precious man when he was 17 or 18, he would volunteer in the Crusades. And I never one time even saw him. How long did you volunteer for? Like a long time. I yeah, I was there for about three years. And, and they, <coughs> they, they would hide those volunteers from me when I'd show up. Because mm -hmm. I would show up in the, in the morning to check sound. And uh, Pastor Chris at that time was just 17 or 18 years old and they would put the volunteer somewhere else. I wish I had met you back then. I was 17, but I was peeking through the curtains. Uh, I was watching. Well, you know, the <clears throat> Lord has done so much with you. Mm. I'm so thrilled. I'm gonna be uh, with you in Dallas a few days just to see your building. But now you, you, you've got more than one, right? We Church do. building? Yes, we have two. Well, tell us one more time, because I think people yeah. would love to go to your, it's very, listen, Saints, it's very dynamic. It's a dynamic, growing church. It's filled with all kinds of young people, the presence of God. We're Be seeing because business of you leaders. Because of your wonderful wife, that's yeah. why? Yeah, the business leaders are coming. Uh, we're seeing the miraculous take place in people's lives. Massive God miracles. For you. I, love it. <laughs> I think he, And I'm so thankful. He's so uh, strong, yeah. it, it hurts my hand when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, really, I mean, the Lord has really blessed you with some mm. amazing people. But, but now you've got two locations, right? Or is it more? No, 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 we have two. 
Okay, yeah. and yeah. because well, some people may want to visit you. There, there's uh, there's one in the colony, and then the, we have a uh, our campus in McKinney, which is our main campus. We have services at nine, ten thirty, and noon, and uh, they are fantastic. Packed of course, I'm biased. Of course, yes. I'm looking yeah. forward, by the way, just before he ministers the word, I'm looking forward to starting Miracle Healing Services monthly in Dallas, Texas. We're renovating our building on the 121, what, 10 minutes away from Daystar mm -hmm. and about the same or a little more from the airport. Yeah, so right you got a great location. Well, I mean, I'm hearing it from you and other people and Don Price that that 121 has become like it's Very, hot, yeah, huh? yeah. Important place, important location in Dallas. I'm, I'm ready to hear the word of God, please. Pastor Benny, I just want you to know I love you. Uh, well, and, I love you too and I thank you. And I'm right across from you today and I just wanna say thank you for you and your team all these years, well, you're so really kind. taking the gospel yes. around the world. And what you have done for guys like me mm. is God has used you as a pioneer <clears throat> to pave incredible roads in the spirit well, that I get the privilege to be able to walk on. And I, I, I just want to say, please. I, I know you're so humble, but I, I want to just say to you, thank you for paying the price because uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that there's a price that he has paid behind the scenes that I don't think any one of us will really ever know because you don't impact the world uh, with the saving healing power of Jesus Christ like <clears throat> has been done without there being an incredible price paid behind the scenes. And thank you for thank pointing you. literally hundreds of millions of people to Jesus Christ. I adore Jesus with all my heart. Uh, today on the program, I want Pastor Chris to talk about balanced biblical, true prosperity, the blessings of God. You know, I made a statement a few days back that went uh, all throughout the world viral. I never expected it to go to millions around the world. I mean, it was all over the continent of Europe. It was in India. I got calls. All of my circles were buzzing. India. I mean, yep. I articles in some of the mm -hmm. major Christian uh, magazines and such things. You know, I pray the Lord will will use it to 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 bring us back to the Bible about the subject, which I think has been. Uh, somewhat abused. Uh, there's a lot of gimmickry has gotten into that. It's something the Lord began to deal with me on two and a half years ago at least is when he began uh, because I made a decision back then to really know the Word of God in depth. I began reading the Bible three times a year in English and then I began reading it in Hebrew at night. I still am doing it. And when you read the Bible that deep it comes alive in a way you've never seen before in your life. And today I read the thoughts of the word, not the not chapters. I read thoughts. I go through a whole thought. Like, you know, Genesis 1 to 11 is one thought, story of man. 12 to 25, Abraham. 25 to 28, Isaac. 28 to 33, Jacob. 33 to 37, the, the sons of Jacob. 37 to the end. Joseph, so when you divide the Bible and you read like, like this, you can read the entire book of, of Genesis within, within a week. So, and I encourage all of you to really get to know the Word of God because it'll change the way you see God Himself. And, and I began to see so much about the Lord, not just prosperity was 
on the bottom of the list, to be honest with you, on the things I wanted in my own life. <clears throat> and so the Lord has done much. So this is the first program on This Is Your Day with you. And there'll be probably others who'll come that have never been with me on This Is Your Day, who may talk about that and other things related to it. That we'll have, we, we, we have to bring back the real message that God wants us to succeed. God wants us to be blessed in every way in our life. But the, 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 the way we present the message to the people of God has to be changed now. And I think this is the beginning here on This Is Your Day with that. Amen. So I'm ready to hear you. Well, what an honor. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. And you're an Assemblies yeah. of God pastor. I am. Your daddy has a big AG church in Memphis. A great, yes, First Assembly of Memphis. And I'm uh, so proud to yeah. be your friend, really I am, but I'm ready. And I love you. Love you too. Now yeah. let's go. I'll okay. The word. Praise God. Well, I want to just look into this camera right here and right off the bat, I just want to say that I am so proud of so many of you for doing what you're doing. You are vesting your life into the kingdom of God. You know, today I want to take just a few moments and I want to talk to you about uh, living a generous life and some of the practical steps of what it is to do that. In fact, right now the world is actually discovering what the Bible has been talking about for thousands of years. In fact, sociologists are discovering that living a generous life or living a life that lives on scratches the ultimate itch inside of each and every single one of us. And so I just want to tell you that I'm so proud of you as a pastor because many of you are doing this. And so if I was uh, speaking on prayer and many of you are ramping up your prayer life with the Lord, I would say I'm proud of you. If you were, uh, if I was teaching on witnessing and we were seeing all kinds of people getting saved, I would say I'm proud of you. And in the exact same way, I, I want to look into this camera and I want to say I'm so proud of you because it's not easy, it's sometimes difficult but you're stepping out in faith yeah. and you're making a difference with what God has given to you. And so what I want to do is I want to just take the next few moments with, with Pastor and Please. I want to talk about how we practically can live a generous life. And I, I really want to encourage you uh, to do this with, with great emphasis. In fact, I, I feel like being as bold in these areas to the degree that this actually matters because it does, because I believe that we are living in a defining moment right now in our culture. In fact, I'll say it like this. I don't think that we're living in the last days. I think we're living in the last of the last days. No doubt. I think Jesus is about to return. Yes. And this absolutely matters. And so I want to give you three things you. here today. And the first things, if you're taking notes, uh, uh, why don't you jot this down? If, if, if you're not taking notes, why don't, you, why don't you jot this down? And that's this. We need to walk through life, live life, looking, looking to heaven, not on earth. I mean, keep our eyes on heaven, not on earth. Because it's very easy for us to get enamored with the things of this earth. And so don't get enamored with your paycheck and your, uh, your vacations and your stuff and your cars and your, your time and your stuff and... Listen, God doesn't mind you having stuff. He just doesn't want you to get enamored by it because you just need to know this, that this world will lie to you. This world will disappoint you. This world is going to fall short. 
and, and to the person that's watching today and life is not all that great right now and you're walking through some difficult moments in your life, I would tell you the exact same thing. We need to keep our eyes on heaven, not on this earth. Keep your eyes not on the problems and on the difficulties, but keep them on heaven. Because I really believe that it's time that we stop telling God about how big our problems are and we start telling our problems about how big our God is. Because Pastor Benny, one glad morning when this life is over. I'm ready, Lord. uh, I'm gonna fly away. I'm ready too. I can't wait to see some of the folks that I've invested over to the other side. Hallelujah. And it's closer today than it's ever been before for me and for you. To see Jesus, my, my, what a day. I, ah. just, I, I wish it was, I, <laughs> I wish it was today. And so because of that, I, I would just encourage you, I mean, just hold your head up high because your redemption draws close. In fact, I love this. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 26, that Moses chose to be mistreated. So like he was okay with life not giving him everything that he thought it should give him along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. Mm. And I just want to encourage every one of us today, don't fall in love with this earth. Keep, keep yourself in love with Jesus. Amen. Keep, keep in love with heaven. Amen. Keep looking up. Amen. Here's the second principle that I want to give you today. Give up something today for something that I want tomorrow. And that, that's a great life principle. That's a great earth principle. So if, if I want a, a, a six pack instead of a keg body, I, I need to give up the cookies today for something that I want later on. Mm. And, and, and not only is that a, a good Life principle, it's an even better eternity principle. Uh, Because all of us, we we could take everything that we have and we could spend it on ourselves, but instead we're taking what God has entrusted to us and we're putting it into kingdom circulation with the high motivation of knowing that there's coming a day that we're going to be standing face to face before God. And we just want him to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In fact, I really believe this. I think there's coming a day that we're going to stand before him and every one of us are going to wish that we didn't put so much into this place called earth. Jesus talked about this. He said in, in Matthew 6 and verse 19, Jesus said, don't store up treasures here on earth. In other words, let me just stop there for a second. Don't just have earth bank accounts. In fact, what I believe he was doing was he was giving us the greatest stock insider trading tip of all time, Mm. because like it's all going to burn someday. Mm. So don't just have earth bank accounts. He goes on, he says, where moths eat in them and rust destroys them, where thieves break in and steal. No, no, no. He says, store up treasures in heaven. Amen, Lord. Amen. So let me just stop again and and say something about that. I want to ask you a question. What does your heavenly bank account look like? Mm. Like, what does it look like? You know, I encourage people in our church to make sure that you invest in places that, have, that re- give you a great E-R-O-I, an eternal return on investment. Ooh, say that again. I like that. An eternal return. E-R-O-I. E-R-O-I. Wow. An eternal return on investment because we do that in the natural. Yeah. I, I want to find places where I park my money in mutual funds or stocks or commodities or companies, uh, real estate that's going to give me the greatest ROI. 
I think we've also got to be intentional when it comes to our finances. That will give us the greatest E. ROI, eternal return on investment. And that's one of the things that I love, 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 love about this ministry right here because it's a ministry that is impacting the world that your, your generosity has the opportunity to give you the greatest EROI. In fact, I, I want to blow away kind of a myth Please. that a lot of people have uh, about something when it comes to generosity. And that's this, a lot of people believe that all good deeds will be rewarded by God. Mm. And I personally don't believe that. Uh, I only believe that the good deed that shows up in eternity will be rewarded. So, so I say it like this, uh, if you feed the whole world and they all go to hell, you still lose. But if we feed them in Jesus' name, yes. that's what makes the difference. Big time. And so we're gonna attach the good deed to the good news. Yeah. We're gonna make sure that Jesus is put into every single good deed that we Absolutely. do, that we're not just blessing people, what we're blessing them in Jesus' mighty Precious name. Jesus, amen. And we're looking for places that are gonna give us the greatest E-R-O-I. And so Jesus says, hey, don't, don't just invest in earth, but make sure you have some heavenly bank accounts. And he says this, it's a place where moth and rust don't destroy and thieves don't break in and steal. He said, wherever your treasure is. So, so in other words, when eternity uh, when, when you invest in eternity, eternity gets all up on the inside of you. And I think it's a principle for generosity. Absolutely. Here's, here's the third thing that I would give us today. And I'm loving this. This is an awesome message. Wow. Well, thank you, Pastor. Please. The third thing would be, well, we got to make a difference intentionally. And, and I would say that making a difference is not just going to fall out of a tree someday and hit you on the head. You got to be intentional about it. You got to be intentional about your serving, intentional about your giving, intentional about winning your friends Focused, for Christ. Yes. There has to be purpose. Yeah. Purpose. Absolute purpose. In fact, we've got to differentiate when it comes to our friends, people that we're on a mission with and people that we're on a mission for. And there are folks that are in our lives that we've got to make sure that we've got a plan to reach those that we're on a mission for in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And that's why I would just encourage every single person to be intentional about sharing your resources. I mean, be intentional with your, with your, your giving. Uh, you got to have a plan for your, your generosity. Why is that important? Please deal with that. Because I think that we've become a people Listen, we don't need to give like the world gives. We don't need to do like the world does. I think that so many people wait for somebody to say just the right thing. They, they need to be motivated in certain ways. And there's gotta be a certain video that's played that makes people cry so as to elicit emotional, spontaneous generosity. And I- But I, it's all emotional then. It is, and that's why I think we need to be intentional. Uh, Pastor Andy Stanley says this. He says, we need to become pr priority, percentage, and progressive givers. So in other words, uh, when my wife first, uh, her and I first got married, over 20 years ago now, uh, one of the very first things that we did is we created a giving covenant between us and God. That's precious. That's and we why said, the Lord's blessed you. Wow. We said, God, we will make sure that the first 10%, the first of everything that we make, we will return it to the house of the Lord our God that we worship at. Amen. And we've never backed away from that. In fact, we've road tested this thing called tithing and it absolutely, you can take it to the bank. Absolutely. But on top of that, we said, God, we're gonna honor you with offerings and uh, extravagant offerings. And it's something that has just 
blessed our lives. Well, because when you love the Lord and you love his gospel, you, you love his words, you will give in that way. Yes. It comes out of your being. I want to. And it's 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 like you said, you 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 do it, you plan to do it. It's not emotional anymore. It's not. My eyes are on heaven because I'm looking for that day. Nobody I can stand has to before twist him. your arm and convince you to give either. No, in fact, if they try to life. if huh? they try to manipulate me, I don't. Oh, I want to listen to him that's it. and I want to do what he tells me to do. That's what it's all about. That's it. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to just encourage you, we need to be more vested in this than ever before. In fact, honestly, I think that you'll thank me for this someday. Uh, I thank you now <laughs> for, for saying what you said. Well, I, I think, I, I don't actually think that people will come and thank me, but I, I think that they'll be thankful that they had the opportunity of course, of course. to yeah, be a part mean, yeah. of a ministry like this that is touching the world. I mean, it's the reason why we give. It's the reason why we serve. It's the reason why we vest into what Benny Hinn Ministries is doing. You are taking the gospel, the saving, healing power of Jesus Christ around the world, and then you're raising up tens of thousands of pastors, and they're being equipped with the anointing of God, going places that we could never go. Well, before the Lord takes me home, I want to do two things. I want to preach the gospel with all my being and strengthen the believers with all my being. Strengthen the saints. That's what I want to do. Keep, Keep going. I want to hear you. Well, the, the Bible says this in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 19, that by doing this, so anytime that you give with the filter of eternity, you will be storing up real treasure for yourself in heaven. It's the only safe investment for eternity. I love that filter of eternity. I filter. Love Whoa, I like that. See, uh, it's the reason why, why I give. I love the Lord and I cannot wait for the day that I step into eternity. And, and I would just say this, that the light of eternity is actually shining in your face right now. Mm. I mean, it's closer than you think. I love it. James talks about this. He says, uh, the half-brother of Jesus wrote in the New Testament, he said that your life is like a vapor. It's like a puff of smoke. It's here today and gone tomorrow. And that word in the Greek actually has a word picture of boiling water. And almost in essence, as quickly as that that steam appears, it disappears. Mm. And that's our life. And before you know it, we're gonna be we're gonna be standing before him. And I just want to make sure that this one and only life that I live matters for eternity. It's it's the ultimate itch mm. that God has deposited on the inside of us. We have four minutes left and so so let's go. I've got one last thing. Keep going. In fact, I, I almost didn't put this on the list, uh, but this is most definitely going to happen, but this is where a lot of pastors and churches, some of them begin with this, this motivation, and it just can't be the place to start. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely is going to happen. And that is that you can't outgive God. You just can't. See, God wants to bless you with more than you need. To which you say, well, what's the more for? Well, uh, the more is not just so that you can have more stuff. And God doesn't mind you having stuff. He doesn't mind you having nice stuff. He just doesn't want the stuff to have you. We're not going to trust in in, in riches. We're going to trust in him who richly provides. The reason for the more is for one thing, and that's for others. It's it's for others. And God is looking for people that he, he not just gives to, but that he can give through. In fact, Paul gives this as an analogy, and he says this in 2 Corinthians 9, 6, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will reap generously. And, and if you and I were God, like, wouldn't you do the exact same thing? 
Like if, if you wanted to touch this world and, and you love it like you do, and you, not, you didn't just send your son to this earth to die on the cross, ladies and gentlemen, he was slaughtered for you and I. Wouldn't you be looking for somebody that is just getting after it with generosity? And you'd say, my goodness, I'm just going to dump more on them because I know that there's somebody that if I can get it to them, I'm going to get it through them because he wants to bless you so that you and I can be a blessing. And I believe that God is very motivated about this whole topic. See, the more is not just so that you can have more stuff. It's, it's so that he can use you to reach these wandering lost kids that his heart reaches out to on this earth. It's where his passion is. In fact, if I can just close with one last little story. There's a uh, staff pastor that's really helped me out with my son. Uh, he, he was going through some tough things uh, about two years ago, just trying to find his footing and struggling. Uh, and, and I'll tell you the end of the story here. He, he, he's on fire for God. He loves Jesus. He's in our worship team. Uh, he's got a call for full-time ministry on him, but he was in a season that he was really, really struggling, uh, just not knowing exactly which direction he needs to go. And so I had hired the staff member, didn't even know him all that well. Uh, probably wasn't even my favorite. It's not that I didn't like him. I just, uh, I, I didn't know him all that well. And without him, uh, without me knowing, he contacted my son and he started uh, doing breakfast with him and mentoring him and brought him out to a small group and they began to read the scriptures together. And I watched my son completely do a 180 to the point I'm thinking, I don't even know who, who my son is anymore. Mm. And it was two summers ago that my son came home from a missions trip and we sat there and we cried together as he told me about how God had called him into the ministry. Beautiful. And this pastor, he loved my son. And would you like to take a guess at who one of my favorite staff members is now? Tell me. It's this, this guy course. right here. Of course. And here's what I discovered. Uh, I like people. So my favorite people love my favorite people. Mm. And I think God's no different. I, I, I think... I think God's looking for people that love his favorite people and they become some of his favorite people. Or let me say it like this. I, I think they become his favored people because I, I truly believe that we'll miss the money that we waste and the money that we, we, we spend and the money that we poorly invest, uh, the, the money that we loan to our brother-in-law, but we will never miss what we invest into eternity. Amen. Amen. Can you pray with the people? Yes. Those of you that are watching, I want to just encourage you right here. This is a defining moment in our lives. And I just want to encourage you. Let's make our lives matter for eternity. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray right now for Amen. that precious person that's watching today. I pray, God, that as we take what you have vested into our hands, God, we pray that we would put it into kingdom circulation that would give us the greatest EROI, that would see this, this world impacted and touched with the presence and the, and the power of Almighty God. Lord, bless that person today as they step out in faith. And Lord, I just give you great thanks and praise. In your mighty, strong name, I pray. Amen. Amen. There's a number on the screen. You call that number right now and give to the Lord with all your heart who loves you.
And so Paul said, prove your love through your giving in 2 Corinthians. Let's do it now. You can do it through our website too. Just obey the Lord. Blessings to all of you. Don't miss the program tomorrow because we'll be talking about what's happening in America with many of the young people committing suicide. I hear that you have a, a powerful word for and help maybe those parents who may be dealing with some of these challenges in life. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow.